0: abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what stand is objectively the best. My name's Kat, and I use she, her pronouns. My name is Kingdom, and I use he, him. So in moving stands through the bracket for this final episode of round two and then never again, we're going to be using six criteria to uh, determine how we move stands forward or to help us make our decisions. And these are appearance, or what does the stand look like?
1: Ability, what does the stand do?
0: Versatility, how much can the stand do with the abilities it has?
1: Understandability, how easy it is to get what the stand does.
0: Reference, the names of stands are referential to mysticism, mythology, and music. And here we look into how it fits into the stand.
1: And X-Factor is whatever we like. Yeah, that's the last time we're going through those, huh?
0: And, and references also, whatever we like. And yeah, we did it. Uh, we're looking at stands generally in a vacuum, and we're spoiling all of it. And yeah, we fucking made it. This is the last episode of round two.
1: Which we use the same bre- the same format for rounds one and two, but three will be different because we've already gone through everything
0: it will be yeah we have talked about 152 stands and we have talked about 24 of those stands twice
1: yikes Uh, (laughs) does this also mean that this comes out on our one year anniversary
0: just about this is coming out on August 5th so just before fuck yeah we're kind of really epic if you think about it I'm glad stand up's over after this (laughs) (laughs) I mean we could just end it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: we cut it in half more than in half we were we find we found the better stands
0: yeah how many are left i'm not gonna count this i'm not
1: looking fuck that
0: there's a lot left well no okay so if there are 152 then there are 140 so there are like 70 left give or take yeah, we cut it in half yeah what's happening where am i um this week on standoff <laughs> We're losing it. We're talking about the stands Tomb of the Boom versus Tattoo You and Enigma versus The Fool. Wow, I had my
1: everything in the wrong order. I thought it was Enigma versus Tomb of the Boom, but I'm a fool.
0: Am Am I wrong? No, I'm right. No, no, I'm probably wrong. (laughs) You are wrong. You're the incorrect one. I'm the fool. I can't believe... It's funny because the fool is the tarot card that goes at the start of your journey, but it's the last stand we're talking about before it's all repeats. Wow! And if you press... No, I have to save that. (laughs) That's part of the reference. I have to save the Finding of Isaac card. Let's fucking... Some of these stands suck shit, dude. Um, And by that, I specifically mean the first two (laughs) to talk about. So, uh, I'm going to tell you what Tomb of the Boom looks like. Sure. Um. So, there are three of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, which one?
0: <laughs> All three. Okay. So, yeah, there are three stand users for this one stand, except there are three different forms of the stand, one for each person, and part seven's just like, hey, here's the first fucking stand we're going to show you. Fuck
1: you. <laughs> yeah, true. This is the first one we see in part part seven.
0: Yeah, it's this. Then it's fucking "Oh Lonesome Me," and then it's Tusk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if it was? What if it was just "Tomb of the Boom" and then "Oh Lonesome Me," and then you never see a stand again?
0: That would be pretty good. A couple alien boys and Rope Man, and then there's no more. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I think. Let me oh, let me tell you what these dudes look like. I hate them so much. All I- right. So they're three little humanoid dudes. Um, Like Kingdom said, they kind of look like aliens. Uh, Yeah, they're all shaped like small humanoids with elongated heads. And they have long tongues that come out of little tiny mouths like they're anteaters. I guess. And they have long, sharp fingers. Uh, The lower bodies of Tomb of the Boom 1 and 3 are not shown. Each Tomb of the Boom wears some metallic armor over its torso that bears metal studs near the collarbone and along the armpit, and they each have a a V-shaped pattern of studs on their head. So, Tomb of the Boom 1, as denoted by the wiki and the order they appear in, I believe? Yes. Yeah. So, Tomb of the Boom 1 wears a metallic hood consisting of a few, like, flat bars of metal sheeting that covers the top of its head. It's got thick, puckered lips, and it has five fingers wow <laughs> yeah well if one of them doesn't have five fingers you're right Tomb of the boom 2 has the top of its head revealed which shows that the crown of its head is open it's got four like arcing bars of its flesh i guess that arc backwards from its forehead to the back of its head and make like a little cage inside of which there is just an eyeball i hate this one the most this one sucks shit to look at uh, so yeah, Tomb of the Boom 2 has a perpetual grin and striped hands. Finally, it's unique because the lower part of its body is shown, and it has a big old mass of humanoid legs of various sizes just mashed the fuck together in there.
1: It's got so many legs.
0: Yeah, if you've seen Evangelion, you know Lilith, when Lilith has a lot of bits coming out they legs? That's Same not, thing. That's not my Lilith. <laughs> Damn sure oh jesus and it has five fingers and then tomb of the boom 3 has an identical crown of its head to tomb of the boom 2 with the eyeball thing showing it has circular multi-layer lips that suck shit to look at yeah um it has four fingers on each hand and they are all purple we did it we did it fucking did it what do you think these little freaks get for appearance they're
1: nightmares to look at and i don't like them the first one's okay the first one's kind of stand like but i don't like the lips they're very they're very botoxed
0: mm-hmm. the second one's also are, okay no the other two are both nightmares so like but they're cool nightmares no so like a d uh I, yeah i'd give it a d okay i could drop down to a d oh i hate them why why they gotta have big old tongues <laughs> they're,
1: they're, uh they're like insect tongues they're not like like tongue shaped they're like tubes
0: yeah they're they're anteater tongues they're aliens yeah.
1: they're driving they're this part of part seven they go through nevada and they're going past area 51 but like future All right, i'm gonna tell you what tomb of the boom does tomb of the boom controls magnetism It is a stand split across three individuals, and each of them have the power to manipulate metal to a powerful degree. Certain versions of the stand also have additional powers related to metal or magnetism. By touching an enemy, even if it's just their blood, the users of Tomb of the Boom can cause them to become magnetized. All metal objects nearby will be attracted to and sink into the victim, causing massive damage. Critical hit, massive damage. (laughs) Hit the weak point. Etc. If the victim gets too far away from the other users, the magnetism fades. The closer the users get, the stronger the magnetism becomes to the point of victims' bodies ripping themselves apart. Additionally, multiple victims in close proximity will be magnetized toward, e- toward and damage each other. And then the individual things that they do. <laughs> Two of the boom one allows its user to sink metal objects into their skin, which allows them to take on the appearance of another individual. They can also sprout metal blades from their body in an instant.
0: (laughs) You know. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) They store it there. It's a surprise tool that'll help them later.
1: (laughs) Tomb of the Boom 2 is said to have the strongest magnetism bestowing effect. It can cause multiple individuals to turn into magnets and and is the magnetism that is powerful enough to rip bodies apart. As referenced earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. Tomb of the Boom 3 allows its user to manipulate minuscule iron particles. They can use iron sand to bind enemies. Bind or blind? Bind. Okay. They can use iron sand to bind enemies and can also manipulate the iron in enemies' blood to suck it out of their body.
0: Just they, like Avatar The Last Airbender now streaming like,
1: on Netflix. Just like Metallica now streaming on Hulu. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, just like just like the fool now streaming on Standoff.
1: (laughs) Tomb of the Boom is just uh fucking Bastet and Metallica. Yeah, it's it's a combination of those two, but not as strong as either of them. Actually, it's Bastet, but stronger. That's basically it.
0: True. I think I think it's decent. I I mean, yeah. Horrific. It's just not very fun, Iraqi.
1: Why'd you draw those nightmares just for them to have metal blades?
0: Why? But but it's the Boom Boom family. It's funny. They
1: should just all be
0: walking at electrical sockets. You know you're right.
1: There would be <laughs> there would
0: be more consistency, Iraqi. <laughs> But this is a different universe from Part Three. Oh. In the Part Seven universe, all the electrical sockets look
1: <laughs> like Tomb of the Boom. <laughs> look like Tomb of the Boom's mouth.
0: Oh, <clears throat> hell! I think ability's like a C. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, and versatility is probably also a C. Like it does a lot with magnets, but it's also like like the only thing that's really special is the appearance changing. I yeah, think. which is weird it's a
1: weird thing but it is i mean yeah
0: it's it's useful I'll i don't it. think it uh, is it yeah change your appearance oh that part yeah yeah mood shout out to face off the the stand, stand not the better movie stand. better stand <laughs> uh. understandability all of it makes sense with magnetism except for the changing except, appearance
1: except i'm gonna absorb a spoon and then i look like marilyn monroe
0: and then i look like Jonathan. duh i just thought it was called johnny jonathan joestar you're right i mean that's his full name but not i'm not spiritually right
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a b we've already established jonathan joestar as the head in the jar
0: no, that's, they have to give us $5 to find out that he's the incredibly hot head in a jar. What if... <laughs> I was like, what did you say? Oh, yeah, George says that. So, understandability is a B. Sure, yeah. Because the only thing that really takes away is the appearance changing. Yes. Everything else makes sense with magnets. If, if my name was Violent J, and your name was Shaggy Too Dope, we'd give it an E. But what? That's the that's 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 the name of the ICP man What? The insane, the insane clown oh, posse.
1: I don't know. I still don't get it. But sure.
0: By violent J and Shaggy Two Dope are their names.
1: Yeah, but what does this have to do with what? anything?
0: Magnets. How do they work?
1: This is too many levels of what the fuck is going
0: on. <laughs> Uh, can you tell me what the reference is? I've been talking so much.
1: The reference is "Tomb of the Boom" by technically by Outcast, but not really,
0: featuring a couple of folks, including Ludacris. Ludacris, the the that guy who plays a lot
1: of dogs in movies.
0: <laughs> Does he? He voices a strange amount of dogs. Weird. He also he also did a track with the group from Love Live. Oh,
1: neat. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to know what upsets me about the stand? <laughs> the stand?
0: what's that uh the members of the of the two what are they called boom boom family Boom Boom family yeah andre benjamin in la yeah
1: andre is part of the boom boom family but andre 3000 ain't in the song dude yeah fucked up it's technically by cast but it's only big boy andre isn't there fucked up you know
0: the song's good (laughs) the song's really good i gave it an a uh, I would
1: have given it an A.F. Andre 3000 was on it, but I'm I'm, I'm nitpicky. Okay. And it's, it, I don't oh. know, I, I wanted to mention that it's like a weird, it's so different from other stands that are referenced.
0: Yeah, hey, Ara- Araki was big on the Outcast train in Part 7, huh? Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Got this, and like, hey, ya, uh, a couple months later. Um, oh, and this stand... This is a fun fact. This stand, like Hey Yow, was never named in the text of Part 7.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forget when those things happen.
0: Yeah, it was named later in Jojo Valier, which is kind of fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, now that it's like, it would be way more interesting like when it was coming out. People hey, would have been speculating. Are
0: you, how are we supposed to talk about it in the moment, though? Like, hey, the fucked up magnetism stand—that's three little alien dudes. Like, that's Boom too family. much. Boom family. I don't know. I suppose.
1: I just like now that we're looking at it in the past, we we just see that and we're like, oh, that's the one that I saw on the wiki, Tomb of the Boom. Like, I'm aware of it already.
0: True. I suppose you're right.
1: Damn, I wish there was some way I could, like, experience a new part of JoJo's, uh, completely blind, and stance could show up and I wouldn't be aware. I wish there was, too. Sucks that there's no more being written that I can
0: read. I wish that you read part eight. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Um, anyway. And X Factor's a C. Yeah. It's cool, but I hate them.
1: I would give it a D, but it's a good reference.
0: Nice. That brings us to another fucked up Part 7 stand. It's a cooler one, though. We already talked about this one, though. Yeah. Hey, um, remember how Tomb
1: of the Boom has, like, three stand users?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this one's got 11! Tattoo you and its users, the 11 nameless men.
1: Even though- Alright, fucker. You're not nameless if that's your name. If you're the 11 nameless men, that that is your name, so you're not nameless. Stop uh- lying to me. <laughs>
0: I don't think that an epithet is a name.
1: I do. That's where the conversation ends.
0: Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> tell me what tattoo you looks like. It's eleven guys just hanging out, being dudes.
1: <sighs> oh. uh, tattoo you is com- oh, excuse me, tattoo okay. you is composed of black graphics resembling tribal tattoos, spanning the backs and the back of the arms of each of the eleven men with a small mask of light color on the back of their heads. The masks each have faces that are calm and expressionless, their tattoos are black, and the masks are kind of more white whitish, grayish, and yeah. they're presu- presumably rock-colored.
0: They they look stony. I didn't want to say, like, oh, stone masks, that's a thing, but... Yeah, but they're, like, gray. They're more like clay. They look kind of clay-like. Fair. I mean, clay is a stone. It's just a wetter stone. <laughs> No, whetstone's different.
1: (laughs) Yo, fuck languages. All my homies can't read. (laughs) I mean, true. Yeah. Tattoo is cool. Tattoo? I I really like how it looks.
0: It's solid. It's kind of... It looks cool, but it's also super plain. Yeah, but it looks... In my
1: opinion, it looks very different from other stands in a good way.
0: Fair. You know what it reminds me of a little? Enigma. Oh, God. Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, no. You ruined it. I would have never. Do you not like Enigma, bitch?
1: I like Tattoo You more.
0: Oh, yeah. Part four is your least favorite part, even though it has the funny gun joke. Yeah, we can make the funny go- Don't spoil it yet. I think Tattoo You's appearance is a C. B. <sighs> It's on 11 guys. We had the same fucking... (laughs) What came first, the 11 guys or Tattoo You? I'm still confused by that. Uh, It really sucks that six of them died, but it's really cool that the other one started a burger franchise (laughs) of I'll Come Up to a B. (laughs) You fucking better. (laughs) 11 guys. Um god let me tell you what it does all right um so it's a shared ability among the 11 nameless men it's really cool that these two are facing off against each other now that i actually think yeah. about it
1: both shared abilities from part seven yeah think about it more of this kind of thing's gonna start happening no as as we boil it down the coo- like oh. we'll have cool matchup okay listen to standoff
0: i thought you meant more shared stands are gonna keep happening and no, no. fuck that. Uh, God, yeah. It allows the men to phase through one another using their shared <laughs> tattoos as portals. I'm sorry. They they log into Gary's Mod 2. They hit till day and they type exclamation mark no clip.
1: But they only go into each other because yeah. they're bros.
0: Imagine a stand that just let you no know clip. Is that not? A- I'm trying to think. I feel like that's a thing. Is that not a thing? No, it's a thing in My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of. I love Mirio. Mario's good. I love Mario. They may reappear from other instances of the tattoo at will, so they can walk into one bro and walk out of another. Uh, The users of Tattoo U can inhabit the same space at once. They clip into each other to hide and for protection. I mean, if an individual that other users of the stand are hiding in dies... The remaining users can remain inside of that individual space and use the body as a shield while they reposition, like a fucked up hermit crab, if you will.
1: There's there's panels of like one of them laying there dead and other guys just climbing out of the fucking body. <laughs> and it every time I see one of those I'm like, "Holy shit, I love this stand."
0: <laughs> it's a really good it's a really really good ability. I'm a fan of it. And it's one of those that
1: like if Araki wasn't as good as he is at drawing uh, this could just be like, I have no idea what the fuck's happening.
0: Yeah, I could, like, if this was a part, if this was, like, still in the fucking Fist of the North Star art style, it would be bullshit It would be at. a
1: nightmare. But Araki's very good at depicting exactly what is
0: going on. He is, and I think it gets an A. Yes! <laughs> yes! No arguing on that one, but understandability's a little iffy. Understandability
1: sucks, because Araki spelled tattoo wrong and won't admit it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, see, so tattoo used one of the stands that's always filled with an exclamation point. So he True. took he took one of the T's and he ripped it up and he put it on oh. the head.
1: No the, No Oh I figured it out. Mm-hmm. The 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 T that's missing is actually just clipped inside of the other T.
0: You got it. So they're
1: both there, but they're just inside each other.
0: Yeah, if you look, it's drawn slightly more bold than the other letters. If you could see, it, if you could see
1: the, the the letters in three dimensions, you would be able to look inside and see mm. the other T. You'd
0: be able the, to like turn, and you could see it behind it. The other T is a habitable tesseract.
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, are the eleven nameless men habitable tesseracts? Are the eleven nameless men? The dude that Joji Jo Star saw in the Cube House.
1: How many sides does a tesseract have? If it's eleven, I'm gonna lose my shit. It's not eleven. No, it's twenty-four. Yeah, it's only twenty-four. Twenty-four faces, thirty-two edges, eight cells, because it's in three d- or four dimensions. But
0: okay, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think. How many cubes is it? Two. Six or eight? What no? What a tesseract? Uh, no, it's fuck. It's, it's technically, eight cubes.
1: It's technically one cube inside of another cube, but what it's at, what it is functionally, is every one of the eight sides of the cube is also a cube that is also connected to the other eight, another eight cubes that are the same ones.
0: I hate this.
1: Nobody should donate for George Joseph
0: Canceled.
1: We have to learn four-dimensional geometry to understand George.
0: It's it's not even real four-dimensional geometry. Yeah, they make it up. It's okay. Stands break the laws of physics. I think understandability is a D.
1: Yeah, I Mm. I want to give it higher, but just the idea that there's just according to part seven. (laughs) <laughs> there there just happen to be eleven different guys who look exactly the same and have the same stand they share. That's how it works. What I would have thought is that one guy got the stand and then split up to eleven guys, but that's not that's not what it said. <laughs> Apparently one of the descriptions of them it like it like uh teases that one of them is the leader, but they never <laughs> fucking bring it up again.
0: Yeah. I don't care enough to talk about it anymore. Me neither. It's, let's keep going. Whatever wins. Are we going to have to oh fuck us. I hate I mean, this fucking podcast. Versatility sucks. Yeah, but we have to talk uh versatility's a D. Oh, true. Uh, Maybe a C.
1: I want to give it a C cuz you can die and not be dead. So.
0: Well, they die, then there are just less guys. Yeah, but you can use it to not die what because if there were gonna,
1: more you can hop on you your bro Jam- James. <laughs> I
0: was gonna say your brother Jameson <laughs> you can
1: what hop if... inside of him and he won't die he'll die though
0: what if there were more nameless men before ah oh, shit there were 12 <gasps> don't say 13
1: true organization
0: 13
1: <laughs> they all wear coats it's perfect 12 nameless men
0: in Xemnas <laughs>
1: No, it's 12 <laughs> Nameless Men and scene And like- Lark, <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They all kind of do look like Luxord, though. They do kind of be... No, that's Ringo. No,
1: no Ring- the 11 Nameless Men kind of look like Luxord. Oh. I stand by that.
0: Okay. I respect your decision to say that out loud. Around reference. The, yeah, the reference is the album Tattoo You by the Rolling Stones. It's spelled correctly. True. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's whatever. What? My note specifically says it's fucking whatever. I'm sick of your shit. It's, it's the Stones. They're fine. Some of the tracks are good. Some of the tracks bounce off my ears.
1: In listening through it, I felt like... It would have been very fitting if it was called Start Me Up, because that's the first song in Tattoo You, and that fits lyrically and and, uh, emotionally fits with Tattoo You as a stand.
0: Does Tattoo You as a stand have emotion?
1: It gives me emotions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Valid. So what do you give it, a B or an A? B. And I give it a C. And X Factor's a B, it's cool. Yeah. I wish they explained more,
1: but it was only in three fucking chapters, so...
0: Yeah! Fucked. And it's right after Sugar Mountain... No, it's part of Sugar fucking Mountain's arc. It's It's, arc. Mountain, it's, it's the like hell. the ticking clock. I love that. It's good. It's it's a B for X-Factor. Who wins? It does. Tattoo You wins. Yes! Which sucks, because...
1: We're gonna Which have sucks. to talk about it again.
0: <laughs> We're gonna have to talk about it in part three. Um... <gasps> Oh, we're we're JoJo's. Oh, Jesus. I didn't mean to say that. Fuck. Everything everything falls into place. That brings us to round two of this podcast episode, which is Enigma versus the Fool. Enigma, he's funny. You know, the Riddler make him purple. Uh, yeah. (laughs) No, but all right. Yeah, so Enigma is a humanoid stand of a pretty standard build. Uh, it's colored dark purple and has light purple markings throughout its body. The markings look like both normal and like stylized extra curly question marks. And additionally it has lines on the back of its hands that run down to its fingers and end in circles on the first knuckle of each. It's got small, round, dark blue eyes that are kind of perforated like a phone speaker. Like remember this is this is a remember the first episode of this podcast when we talked about moody blues? <laughs> <laughs> Same, same eyes. Same eyes. Same eyes. <laughs> the second half of this podcast episode is our bottle episode, where we just keep making callbacks.
1: I to mean, our earlier episodes. Sorry, hearing that Moody Blues was the first one, the first thing we talked about, just like punched me in the stomach.
0: Yeah, dude. Like, Fuck, that was a year ago. That was a year <gasps> ago, bro. Yeah, it was. Was it the first dan we talked about? No, King Crimson yeah. was the first dan we oh, talked about. True. Fucking Bazinga. Oh god, our first episode of round three is so fucked up. Sorry, we'll we'll get there. I like how Enigma looks a lot. <laughs> it's fine. I wish I didn't have to do it tomorrow, but it's fine. <laughs> um, I I personally think it's a B. Um, I I always forget what it's
1: uh humanoid appearance looks like because a lot of the time it's just used as the ability right and I never noticed they're all question marks but yeah they definitely are.
0: yeah it's really neat It's good I like B works B works nice that brings us to ability so you get to talk about the funny gun
1: yay Enigma has funny gun <laughs> <laughs> Enigma is able to turn objects and people including its own user into paper. For objects and animals, it is as simple as doing so. That is phrased weirdly. For objects and animals, it just turns them into paper. Yeah. For people, the stand user must first find out the habits of the target. Uh, the habits specifically that the target engages in when it, it when they are afraid. Mm-hmm. Once they have determined this, the next time the person engages in that habit, Enigma can trap them within paper. When activated, part of Enigma's object is turned into a sheet of paper, and the rest is absorbed into it. This creates a pattern design—a patterned design of said object or individual—that is pretty cool looking.
0: Yeah, the, the wiki describes it as M.C. Escher-esque. Yeah, M.C. Escher.
1: Once something is tra- transformed and trapped in the paper, it must remain folded for it to stay trapped. But anyone can release the person or object by unfolding the paper, which can then be which can be used to set traps by, like, uh, with this paper's getting unfolded and it's going to shoot out something. Yes. Copied from the wiki, there is no restriction to what Enigma can transform. The user can transform anything ranging from fresh noodles to taxicabs, including the driver. <laughs> <laughs> Fire and loaded guns. Funny gun.
0: Funny gun. The condition
1: of the object or person trapped in the paper remains the same as long as the paper is kept in one piece. Good show. But damaging the piece of paper results in the equivalent damage on the said object or person.
0: I'm I'm glad you said that. I had to restrain myself.
1: Damn, there's a lot of funny bits in this episode. (laughs) we just point out a thing could be made a joke and then we don't move on (laughs) I'll finish this part (laughs) additionally the user may instantly transform themselves into paper which allows them to hover around to reposition and generally be a small target
0: (laughs) first the funny gun thing is good the user puts a gun in a piece of paper and Josuke opens it and a gun just points out (laughs) at him it's a it's a um, gift that
1: you've probably seen, and if not, it'll probably be on the Twitter or the Discord. Join the Discord. I give ability an A. It's really good. It's really funny.
0: <laughs> it's pretty funny. And yeah. very
1: convenient and really strong. I don't understand. I guess it's understandability, but fuck the whole fear
0: thing. That's really yeah. weird and out of place. It's, I think it's just to make it so that it's not OP. It is though. Kind of God fucking folds a paper shredder and a piece of paper to shred other paper with it
1: holy shit
0: Versatility's an a because <laughs> because you literally can do anything with paper yeah you can put anything in the paper it's like <laughs> god imagine if this was in part three and enigma was like the tenor sax instead and Dio just had like a bunch of shit folded up in paper and he stopped time and he opened up all the paper and and then everyone died and then everyone died cuz there were a bunch of like rocks and guns and sharp things in there
1: imagine having to clean your fucking room and then eh, I'll just break out the binder and <laughs> fold everything up <laughs> into paper and then put it <laughs> it's so it's so organized so much
0: so neat that would so be very good so, so versatility is an A, yes, and understandability is probably a B because the whole fear, foot court, fear thing. thing.
1: Do mm-hmm. you technically need to know? Oh, geez, what's this gun afraid of?
0: It's for people. We I know, but but you you have to
1: you have to recognize their habits they 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 do when they're afraid. But because a gun doesn't have habits, it's but always the same. So it, it's it's technically already in that state.
0: So guns are always afraid. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I I don't know. I think it makes sense. Like it's a good thing. I'm still gonna give it a B, but it's a good thing to temper how strong it could be. And like people's quirks are easy to pick up on. Like, yeah, it, it
1: it definitely like tells you a lot about the user.
0: Yeah, fucking what's that motherfucker's name? It sucks to say Miyamoto. out loud.
1: Terunosuke Miyamoto.
0: Oh, is that really all it is? Yeah. I thought it sucked to say more than that. Dude looks cool. I like this dude. Dude looks like. Dude looks like Merrick. Dude looks like Ansem Seeker of Darkness. Dude kinda looks like Ansem Seeker of Darkness, yeah. Thanks for fucking sandbagging my Yu Gi Oh joke. I don't like Yu Gi Oh.
1: Look at this picture. He looks exactly like fucking Ansem
0: Seeker of Darkness. Oh, you're right. God, what's happening? Um, Why is he understand- have
1: Enigma written in his fucking coat? <laughs> the coat <laughs> liner,
0: uh, because that's how. Because that's the chapter splash page. Dude looks dumb. Anyway, you look dumb. Reference, You're right. reference is the and I quote from the wiki: electronic musical project Enigma. Kind of yeah. good.
1: Enigma is technically a German band. Uh what the fuck's the guy's name michael kratu kratu i don't know how to pronounce it um he did a lot of music and then he's like fuck it i want to make something as weird as possible and i want to have it deliberately break all of the conventional rules of music and he made enigma
0: yeah it's it's interesting i enjoyed it it's good i give it a b there's like recent
1: music too
0: I didn't realize that. Like other ones, they're just bands. I listened to the Spotify top tracks.
1: Uh, Yeah. They're, it's like still a
0: thing that they're still making music for. It's good. I enjoyed it. What do you give it? Uh, B. couple of Bs. Um, if you go on the wiki, you'll see that it also says Mysterioso is the I reference and fuck that.
1: I don't. I listen to that. Mysterioso by uh, Thelonious, Thelonious Monk. Monk. <laughs> I don't know where that's a
0: reference at all. Um, the dub name is Mysterioso. Oh, fuck the that. the localized name. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck you. Alright. How about that? Um, X-Factor's an A. I like the funny gun. <laughs> uh,
1: I want to give it a B, because there could have been more funny guns. You're fucking right. Imagine I'm- Rohan's <laughs> house is on fire, and they just folded up all the fire.
0: <laughs> <sighs> it saved it for later. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful for what I have. So, fuck you. All right. I'm ambitious. Let's let's, let's finish this. Let's talk about the fool, the last stand in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> Damn, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to do it. Yeah, and it wasn't going to be me, I'm big brain.
1: <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Who does I think you do? No, I do. No. <laughs> I do. The fool doesn't have Wait. I guess technically, yeah, the fool does not have a physical manifestation as a a stand. Words are hard. Mm -hmm. Um, So it doesn't, like, appear as a spirit like other stands do. What it does instead is use its ability, spoiler, the ability is to manipulate sand and dust. Mm -hmm. And it makes its uh, appearance through that. You
0: know Naruto?
1: Dude, everyone knows
0: Gara versus Rock Lee that's it's a pretty good fight so I do you want to repeat that last line that I screamed over you saying uh, uh it's visible to anyone and not just stand users yeah <laughs> sorry I got You're too good. excited thinking about
1: Gara. uh everybody talks about Gara versus Rockley and how badass Rockley was in that fight but everyone forgets he still lost <laughs> he
0: still lost that's cause Gara was a little freaky shit back he then he Gaara- like one punch then Gar well he broke through the sand barrier. It was a big deal. Yeah, but
1: was still lost.
0: And then Garo worked out all of his trauma, and then he got his pet dog taken away from inside of him. And everybody
1: scaled up to his level. Mm-hmm. Except Rockley. No, Rockley's cool. He is, he's my favorite character. I fucking love it, even though I know I know little about Naruto, but I love Rockly and Mike Guy. Naruto's pretty good. That's debatable. Anyway, copied from the wiki, the main form it takes and, presume, and possibly, quote, true appearance mm-hmm. is that of a mechanical quadruped creature combined with somewhat something like a car chassis with thick wheels for hind legs and pod mechanical front legs equipped with two to three cables, each linking the paws to its body. Its head and face are co- comprised of a growling... I guess. Mm -hmm. He's a dog. I always thought that was Iggy growling.
0: No, it looks angry. I guess.
1: Uh, A growling tribal mask with eight or nine feathers sticking from its head. The quote continues. The Fool's color schemes vary from medium to medium, although its abdomen and shoulders are consistently portrayed as being jet black. In the colored manga, the Fool's head, muscle pads, and arms are bright yellow. In the manga, or in the anime... They are portrayed as being gray, and in the OVA, they're portrayed as being brown, like rocks or like sand. Fuck you, Wiki. You're stupid. <laughs> of it's sand. Sand's like yellowish. Moreover, the set of feathers adorning its <laughs> head are consistently portrayed as being white.
0: What's your favorite color? The fool. Ah, uh, the anime one. I agree because it looks it looks most like a car. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of like a car. What do you think the fool gets for appearance?
1: Car dog. That's what it gets. Is a car dog. I'm sorry, I'm making jokes in this comedy podcast, Catherine.
0: No, <laughs> that wasn't a joke. You just said. You just put words together. It's car dog.
1: <laughs> Sandy car dog. Oh, it's a B. I like it. It
0: is. It is a B. Sandy car dog sounds like a Star Wars character. <laughs>
1: fuck star wars
0: dude yeah i mean you're right but am i wrong no you're right yeah let me tell you what the fool does okay so like was implied the fool is a stand that manipulates the sand that comprises it if i have to say stand and sand in the same sentence again i'm gonna die
1: the fool is a stand of sand
0: (laughs) The fool is a stand that uses sand to stand up, and (laughs) its user can freely manipulate the sand as they see fit, which makes it a very versatile stand. The sand that makes up the fool cannot get wet, and can change density to trap things inside it. Maybe it can get wet, it's shown to be water resistant. We don't know. Um, As the fool is bound to the stand and isn't the sand itself, um, it cannot be harmed in any way that affects its user. Finally, the sand that the fool utilizes is capable of shapeshifting according to its user's desires. This ranges from living people to things the user finds useful in the moment, like a paraglider. Or a dome. Or Dio. Or Dio, yeah. Uh, the color of the stand the color of the stand, there it was, it happened. The last <laughs> fucking time right. I had to say it. Both ways are right. The color of the sand can be changed to facilitate this. So what that,
1: if that canonically makes the OVA wrong that it wouldn't be colored like sand or rocks? Because you can change the colors stupid. Shut up. <laughs> 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 I was drinking, I was to be
0: Yeah, imagine you were a dog and you just turned your stand into Dio Brando. <laughs>
1: Honestly, <laughs> that's it. This is um uh, the way, or it's described. Uh, fuck, it's described in a JoJo or somewhere that uh, the fool is the epitome of the simplest way is the best way. Where it's got a very simple power that it uses in a lot of cool ways because the user is a dog. It, it can't have a
0: complicated power. He's a dog. Iggy can't have a complicated power. He talks. He has a little Shonen boy voice. He also eats gum. <laughs> Coffee-flavored gum. Extra poison. You're not supposed to eat that. Eggie's a stinky little motherfucker, except for when he's the protagonist. Yes,
1: then he's my favorite.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. What do you
1: give the ability? Oh, it's really good. Uh, I'm going to give it an A, almost,
0: but I'll give it a B. I gave it an A. Okay, we'll give it an A, then. Fuck it. Yeah, and I think versatility is probably also an A or a B, because, like, it does a lot and can do a lot but it's also kind of just sand it's it's just sand but you can make it into
1: pretty much anything true i don't know it can make it into any form but not any function give it a b
0: okay because you you,
1: like for example you can make a pencil out of it but that pencil wouldn't write you know what i mean
0: yeah you can use your sand stand to turn sand into a sandwich for your stand but But it wouldn't taste but you couldn't eat it yeah Understandability is an A. It's sand. Understandability. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us for round two of standoff. We'll see you at the start of round three next time.
1: Oh, I already made the standoff joke. Uh-huh. You remember that?
0: No. You remember? Oh, I'll find that. Oh, picture. D- when was that? there was a while ago. Oh, I do remember that. I wasn't even thinking of Iggy. What made that joke? Did you just I come just, up with that? I just did, you did just it. I just fucking, did it. <laughs> fucking shout out to Sandoff. Kingdom's gonna go retweet it. You can find it on our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Under Yeah, understandability's an A. A reference is the tarot card, The Fool. You get it, and you press Q, and you teleport to the starting room of the floor.
1: Uh, it's It's useful in very specific
0: situations. And we did it. We, like,
1: if you want to get out of the error room,
0: yeah. Yeah, we we fucking did it. We talked about every tarot card from The Finding of Isaac. Yes! On this stupid fucking bad podcast. Yes, we did it. <sighs> All right. Side quest complete. <laughs> Damn, I'm level 70 now. <laughs> All right. Would a lower number have been funnier? <laughs> it would it have been funny I if I said four? No, we're powerful. You're you're right. Alright, so in the upright position, uh well in general, the fool is the first card of the arcana. The zeroth uh, card. Yes. Upright it's generally a positive card, indicating new beginnings. If it appears in your readings, it could mean that you are on the verge of an exciting, unexpected new adventure. Your new adventure will bring you along a path which may require you to make a leap of faith, but you will grow as a result of this new experience can also use multiple personas <laughs> the last part isn't a part of the actual tarot card and in the reversed position the fool also signifies a new beginning however when reversed it indicates that the beginning is something you may be reluctant to jump into but it's still coming either way
1: that, these are very fitting first of all because uh iggy is introduced at the beginning of part three part two <laughs> <laughs> cool I'm stuck reference um, and I was very reluctant to start that because I didn't want to keep going with part three when I was watching it. <sighs> Ballad. No, it's fitting, uh, story-wise, but not really for the stand.
0: Yeah, and reversed is also fitting story-wise because Iggy don't wanna. Yeah, but it's also but
1: not really for the stand.
0: We've We've given them okay scores when it only fit the story and not the yeah. stand, so I think a C.
1: Yeah, that's fair. We have to be lenient with the tarot stands because they're a stretch.
0: <laughs> yeah, and X Factor said, "A, it's the fool." Yeah, Ziggy.
1: It's very fun stand or er, character to play in Eyes of Heaven.
0: Yeah, you can have a big beefy man use his big beefy stand to throw you like fucking a kilometer into the air, and then just glide. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does the fool win this matchup?
1: Enigma. En- Enigma. Oh yeah, the fool beats Enigma. Fuck that thing.
0: All right. Oh. F- God. Okay, so the fool does Gara's sand coffin <laughs> on Enigma stand user. He kept, he kept trying to make the sand into
1: paper and he, it, there was too much. It was every individual uh, particle of sand. He gets Tiny scraps of paper. What are you doing? No.
0: Where is my fan art of, of a mashup of Iggy and Gara? <laughs> it doesn't exist. Somebody somebody please um and tattoo you fucking telefrags tomb of the boom or something uh if only um tattoo you so all the dudes get magnetized but then <gasps> because they can just go into each other they just go into each other and the magnetism backfires and blows up the boom boom family they they fuse together and it amplifies their power <laughs> they turn into the one nameless man they turn oh, into the nameless king from Dark Souls 3 <laughs> and they kill the boom boom family they get a
1: fucking dragon and lightning powers
0: yeah that's not even a dragon that's like a fucking pterosaur from what? World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth yo
1: fuck that fight
0: what fight? we were just talking oh okay well I thought we were talking about World of Warcraft cause we have to go raid in 45 minutes uh that's the end of round
1: two yeah we have plans for round three but we're not going to tell you until the intro
0: yep it's going to be the same format we're going to do two matchups an episode but our new criteria won't be revealed until next time and that first matchup of the next new episode is going to be a fucking big one with our new criteria tell the people what it is it's king crimson versus the hand (laughs) (laughs) And Foo Fighters versus Star Platinum. Oh my god. It's We got a lot of homework to do. Fuck, actually, yeah. Yeah, um... We're done. I'm done here. You can find me on Twitter at Ryokatsune Miku or at Eliasparia. Can they find you on Kingdom? Twitter?
1: <laughs> the tacky on Twitter. <laughs> T-A-C-H-Y-O and Kingdom. And that's it. i probably post the Sandoff thing again
0: nice you can find the show on twitter at standoff podcast there you can find links to all of our good stuff in our pinned tweet including our discord where we say funny jokes and you can find a link to our patreon where for one dollar a month we can we can you get episodes a little bit early and monthly bonus episodes and for five dollars a month you get our recaps of chapters of george joestar which are fucking good bonkers nightmares it's a good book i like it nightmare uh are we done we're just about done yeah you can email us if you want at standoffpod at gmail.com and our music is mad rock is strange city by nice wizard music and hey we fucking talked about every stand that had a name when we started planning this podcast yeah
1: unfortunately (laughs) i can think of so many other ways i could have spent this time
0: Yeah, yeah, all the fucking work you put into this podcast. Look, I'm not saying
1: (laughs) (laughs) you could have spent this time better, too. We've made mistakes.
0: I could have, but I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here with all of you listeners. Thank you for sticking with us and for finding us. And until next time, stand proud.